Hey listeners, it's me, Quen. And me, Dakota. And we just wanted to say, what are you doing tonight? Yeah, what are you even doing tonight? Because if you're in Philly, you can come see Reductress Live tonight, February 8th. <gasps> Who's going to be there? Oh, I'll tell you. A bunch of Reductress writers and editors. And our headliner is Naomi Iqparagan. She was a writer for Broad City and she's all around amazing. Oh my gosh. It's at Punchline Philly tonight at 8 p.m. Get tickets at the door. See you there. Open wide, it's mouth time with Reductress. I'm Quen. And I'm Dakota. And we're just two girls who share what our heads are thinking by moving our mouths. (laughs) Those were impressions of our dads. On today's episode, here's what we'll be mouthing about. We discussed the upcoming Reductress Office Galentine's Day party. We remember to take our birth control. And we speak with Tommy Hole, who's a former cult member. Ooh, wow. I love cult. Wow. Can't wait to have Tommy Hole in here. Hold it up. We're editors of Reductress, the only source for women's style, news, entertainment, life advice, inspiration, and something funky's growing on the inside of our espresso maker. Is anyone a doctor? Okay, so as always, we're hosting the most reductress office V-Day party this year, and the theme is the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. We thought of it because it sounds so fun, and also we're insensitive. Yeah, it's also a pun, which means that it's a comedy, and our comedy is very brave. Yeah, comedy has to be brave, or else it's not comedy. Mm-hmm. Here are some things we'll be massacring at our party. Sangria. Vodka sodas, tiny cakes, selfies, bitches we hate. So our St. Valentine's Day massacre party is an adorable and totally offensive way of celebrating our girlfriends because we don't need men except when we do, which for us is like literally always. Sorry, like sorry. our boys are actually going to come to the, our Valentine's Day party this year. So sorry in advance to all the girls in the office. Yeah, like it sucks that you're single, but we love celebrating our gals. That's what we call our girls. We love our girl gals. Okay, so Dakota, what are you doing on real Valentine's Day? Um, my boy is blindfolding me and then going out to dinner without me. Oh, that's yeah, so sweet. Thank you. I'm really excited. What about you? Um, I think we're just going to do what we always do. Really low key. Chapel just like scoop me up in the palm of his hand and then carry me to my Zumba class. Oh. And then, and then he's going to go eat dinner by himself. Oh, that is so adorable. I love that. I love it too. I love, I love, love. love. I love, I love, loving love. I love to love. I love, love. I love, love. It all. I love it. I want to suck your love. Oh my God. You're like love Jack. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, now it's time for one of our fave seggies. Okay, well, here's an article that I'm loving right now. Mm. It's called, Wow, This Woman Remembers to Take Birth Control Even When Not Getting Regularly Rammed by Kate Sosowski. Wow, that is actually crazy. Yeah, it's truly amazing. Like, how does she remember? Like, I can only remember to take my BCs when I'm getting plowed all the time. Honestly, I can only remember because Chap drills into me every single day between 10 p.m. and 10.05. Mm. And it's just so much more reliable than a phone alarm because my phone is never charged because I've actually never even turned it on because I just like like how it feels in my pocket. So I carry it around. Yeah. So I just like put it in there and I don't really know like 
like what it does. Oh, like I've never, I've never really like looked at it. Like, so that's I don't know why what, you never respond to my phone calls. I don't really know what the shape of it is, or do you hold it with a hand, or is there like you a special pocket or? Well, no, you just hold it with your hand. So how have you been getting it in and out of your pocket? Oh, I have doctors for that. Okay. Well, anyway, I can only remember to take my birth control because I use the IUD app. What's the IUD app? Um, it's like an IUD. Is it also an app? No. But it does also function as a step counter. But only when I'm getting jackhammered on the regs. Wow. See, I don't know how anybody remembers to do anything if they're not just like constantly getting effed. I know. I actually heard that getting effed like every day improves your memory. Oh my God. That's probably why my memory is like very average. Yeah. You do have like a really average memory. Uh I got an average mom. It's at least, you know, your limitations and you're willing to like fill the gaps in with knowledge. Oh, I don't have any limitations. Oh, I I'm just so sorry. I'm so sorry that I said the word limitations on this pod. Wow. Yeah, you're so like you just really made me look in a mirror and s- see the truth reflected back to me. And the truth is, your hair looks good. Really today. good. I was yeah, gonna say. It looks good. I like looked at a mirror and I was like, "Hey, girl." If you also get like effed a lot, it can like cut down your marathon time by several minutes, even if you don't run. Oh yeah, which I've is, heard like, that. Huge. Like yeah. you don't even have to run, but your marathon time will be shorter. You don't even have to test it out necessarily. You can just kind of like afterwards, like when you're in like the afterglow, you can just be like, "Wow, I, my." I just cut, I just shaved three minutes off my time. Yeah. And like, also I use this excuse constantly, but that's because it's true and it's not an excuse. Like if you are late because you are just getting farked, you're actually a genius. That's true. Yeah, that's true. And I mean that like, it's not like, oh, if you're running late because you're getting farked, like that's a good excuse for being late. It's like, you're actually also a literal genius. Your oh, you know what? It also can help control your appetite because it's like so hard to eat when you're getting rammed. That's true. I mean, it's not impossible. No, like it's not. It's not impossible. Last week like, I was getting rammed and I eat. I ate a whole um, beef bourguignon. Oh, yeah, a whole beef bourguignon. I ate the whole beef bourguignon. That's so nice. It was so good. Oh, you know what? And you know what? A really big like Benny of getting rammed is it can help you get a baby (gasps) that's right because adoption people love women who are always getting fucked yeah honestly i totally underestimated what a scheduled deep dicking could do for my life i know i'm like get that dick in deep Uh uh-huh Okay, so moving on, we're really excited because we have a brand new saggy to debut, and it's called Breaking Breaking News from from Last Week, week, where we break down the hottest, newest, hardest hitting news from from last week. Okay, so here's like the big, the big breakies. Yeah. Beyonce's having twins. Oh my God. I can't even believe it. The minute that we saw it, we just thought to ourselves, what? Because neither of us know how babies are. Yeah. I mean, what a blessing. Like, where do they come from? What What a blessing. Yeah. Truly, what a blessing. Like, what a blessing. I looked at the picture and I thought, wait. (laughs) Truly, like, when Blue Ivy came into our lives, I was Uh like, what a blessing. And 
And mainly when I found out, <laughs> mainly when I found out about flu IV, I was just like, huh? That's true. Yeah. You were like, you went, you went, boing. Yeah, I guess I just really was like, uh, what? Oh, God. That was you. That was me. That's what I said. Yeah. I heard that I heard about Beyonce being pregnant with twins and I was like, oh, God. I did it twice, one for each baby. Yeah, I think that's I think that's respectful, though. The thing is, like, the world is so like whatever, you know, like whatever, like people are so like, like, I mean, like, like whatever, whatever, like, like, whatever. Like, the world is whatever, so whatever. But, but it just is like so it's so amazing that like no matter how the world is, there's still these beautiful mysteries of like. What is the baby and where does it come from? Yeah, I just love how like no matter what you can't understand or like what you can't really deal with in the world, the world yeah, you still you don't have to concentrate on that because you can just be like, what's what happening there? there? Like, what exactly? Like, there's always this question of like this kind of like deeper question of like what. what? what? And the thing is, is I would like to respond to anyone who says that, like, we don't know, like, how babies are made. Right. We know how they're made, but it's like, how do they get in there? Exactly. And how do they come out? And also, how are they made? That actually is really an interesting question, is how are they made? And also, how do they get in there? Yeah. So anyway, I guess we just wanted to say to Beyonce, like, congrats. And also, like... Tell us what, like, tell us how like, this happened. How, like, wow. when? I think, like, we also want to say, like, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely like, and that's been breaking, breaking news from last week. A lot of people come to us and they say to us, Dakota, Quan, how do we? do what you do yeah and we just generally assume that they don't mean have a podcast they just mean like be more like us yeah because we're like influencers for sure for sure which is good news for you because reductress has a book called how to win at feminism it's like everything you ever needed to know about becoming a feminist and like maybe almost too much like it's like more than that yeah i read it cover to cover and was like i know too much now about being a feminist yeah absolutely i mean it's gonna help you with everything from trying to figure out if dating a man is feminist to learning what soaps are most feminist to just kind of figuring out like are you too feminist Plus, books are like super in right now. Totally. So if you're into Reductress's book, How to Win at Feminism, you can buy it at any book retailer in person or online, or you can just go to howtowinatfeminism.com. Okay, so this is so exciting. We have this amazing guest on today. His name is Tommy Hole. Uh, he's a former cult member, and we met him uh, in Times Square. Yeah. And you had a sign, and you were just like, it was a cult. And we were like, say more. Yeah. And since then, you've actually like kind of become like a friend in a way in a way yeah. yeah like i feel like in a lot of in many ways like you got 
I'm I'm your best friend, but you guys are not my best friend. You know, I like, think that's, that's pretty wow. fair. I, I think, think that's really pretty important. fair, but for me, it's kind of the opposite. Got it. Does that make sense? Well, I would say that, like, for me, it's like. I'm your guys's best friend, but I'm my own best friend because I know what I need better than other people do. And I know that what I need is my own approval. Right. And, yeah. in, and, and, and in many ways, I, I'm also your best friend. So in a way, I am you. If that's fair. Yeah, that. no, yeah. that's fair, actually. That's like really sound logic. Yeah. It's pretty crazy because you guys were the first ones to ever ask me about that sign. Like I'd been standing in in Times Square for um, much of 2016. Mm-hmm. It was my it's it was my job. It was my passion. It was my after school. It was my school. You know, it was everything to me. And I love when you find something that can just be an after yeah, school. Yeah. Um, and it, I really found when I wrote that sign and I stood there on that first day, I said to myself, "This is enough." You know. Yeah. yeah. This is enough. I and, usually don't talk to strangers. But I had recently felt really confident about my reading skills. And so I felt like I really wanted to take them on the road and see where they led me. And once I saw your sign, I was like, I think I have something to read here. Yeah, I had recently showed Quen how to sound it out. Yeah. And so it was like really cool to take her to Times Square and let her like sound out some stuff. And honestly, some of those signs have long words Mm -hmm. and I don't have time for that. So I really appreciated a a short to the point sign. Well, and I think like the problem, like, and I don't want to speak like too much as an expert because I know I'm like, I'm not here as an expert. I'm here as a person. Um, But as like someone who has been in in the sign game for a long time. Sure, sure. Mm -hmm. I just find like a lot of signs in Times Square, like they have sort of implicit like demands of you. Yeah, right. You know, there's traveling and hungry, you know, like I have a kid and we're hungry. Or like shop here at Sephora. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, don't tell me what to do with the sign. I literally hate being told what to do unless I, unless it's, you know, a weekday. Yeah, oh, same. And then it, and then it's like, please tell me what to do. And then it's like, I don't know what to do if you don't tell me what to do. I will just sit. Like, I'll come into the office and I'll just sit. Oh, you, Tommy, you wouldn't believe that sometimes, sometimes Dakota comes in and she just sits, and someone has to put in a computer in her lap, and they say, "Right here, Missy." I believe it. She's sitting right now. Yeah. I love oh, yeah. Sit. You can visualize it. I okay, love so. Sit. Tommy, your whole story is that you were a former cult member. Like, tell us about yes. your cult. Um, so the cult was like pretty cool, actually. I really love um, cults. It wasn't my first cult. It was just oh. the most recent cult that oh. I was in, and my favorite cult. For oh, that's sure. awesome. I've that, been. I you know people say that they don't have favorite cults. They're like, oh, I love all of them equally, but that's not true. I mean, you know that's what, not true. They're lying because everybody's got a favorite cult. Uh-huh. Okay, if you've been in one cult, you have a favorite cult. Okay? okay, so wait, what were the old cults you were in? Um, I was in a cult that was mostly around laundry. Um, um, like, like every day, like people would come in and drop off their laundry, and I'd wait and I'd say, "Give me fifteen dollars, and I'll do your laundry." And that, that was like a like really a interesting. It that sounds, sounds like it sounds like a la- laundromat. It sounds like laundromat. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Really? It was a cult. It was a cult and I won't have you on my How did you join How did you join this cult? <laughs> yeah, well, was there like, like a process? For example, did you go in and like fill out an application? There was a pretty lengthy <laughs> application process wow so what were like the required skills for being in that i mean there weren't a lot of like like most cults you like it's come as you are and like i came in and i said 
I, I filled it out and then they called me a couple days later and they're like, do you want to come in and interview? And any good cult requires an interview. So I like, I went in and I sat down across from this nice woman and she asked me a few questions and then she said, you are hired to be in the cult. I mean, she said you're hired, but uh, implicit you in that in. is yeah, you in the cult. And then how did you get out of that cult? Um, well, you know... <laughs> I just said enough is enough like every day like I was like what is this all for Uh are we worshipping the laundry are these people bringing us their laundry as tributes to us like are we the gods is the laundry the gods are the people dropping off the laundry gods you know Uh like who it was like very unorganized and every time I asked that question they said you know please stop asking us this question this isn't a cult this is a laundromat and I said this is such a confusing cult um, to be in and I said enough is enough I have to go yeah, um, Where, and it took me years to escape. Oh, wow. that wow! It took me years to escape that. So cult. good for you! Wow, good for you. That's where, so brave. Where, where was it? Was it like a compound upstate, or like where was it located? No, it was just it was um this place um in the Lower East Side. Um, it was in a strip mall. Oh wow! Okay, lots so of strip malls on the lower like, side. Yeah. You don't big, you miss them. You do. You miss them. Big parking lots, strip malls. Yes. that's yeah. like yeah. what I think of when I think mm-hmm. of the Lower East Side. Lower East Side is just like. Our suburbia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've actually never been there. Yeah. I've never been below Thirty um, Fourth Street. Well, please don't, the because the are terrible. Because you come up to Macy's and you think this. I'll, is, I'll stop done. right here. I like everything I need is right here, mm-hmm. and yeah. I've also never been above Forty Second. <laughs> I've never even been to the other side of Times Square. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. Wait. Okay, so that was your first cult. What was your second cult? Um, no, that wasn't. That was that was the cult before this most recent. Cult. Oh, okay. Um, and then your, and your and most then recent cult, cult was. Oh, well, the cult before that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the cult before that was this. Um, it was similar to Scientology um, mm-hmm. in that um, it was uh, very Tom Cruise focused. In that um, you know we had a lot of Tom Cruise DVDs. Like it was this beautiful sort of palatial place, and on the walls were just movies everywhere. Just just like movies like on the walls were like newer movies and then there were just stacks and stacks and rows and rows of older movies and people would just come in and they it was sort of like a pilgrimage you know and they would just come in and they'd search through the stacks and they'd search on the wall and then they'd pick a movie or two movies and then they'd bring a, them to us and it was sort of, it's like a monastery you know it's like a monk sort of thing it was very peaceful there were television screens all around that were showing little tiny clips of different movies that we would be receiving to us like I don't know where the movies came from honestly um, but we'd get new ones and we'd put them on the wall and that was that was a big part of the cult so I have to ask you something about these two cults mm-hmm were you paid money to be in them? Um, well, yeah, you, uh, you had, you, you, I mean, I had to live, you know? Right. Um, and I think like it, every cult, you know, if you're not being paid a little bit of money to just sort of live, you know, it wasn't for the work though. Like we were there because we loved the work. We loved serving the movies. We loved serving the wall. We loved serving the stacks. We loved serving, you know, the people that came to see the wall. Right. Um, Most cults do have some, like, an equivalent to, like, the stacks or the wall, like, mm-hmm, something that mm-hmm. they're honoring. Exactly. And exactly. also, most cults have, like, just a series of customers who profit from it. Yeah, I wouldn't call them customers. What was um, that cult called? Um, that cult was called Family Video. Um, <laughs> 
And I think I've heard of that cult. Yeah, it was good. And because it really like every person, every person there did feel like a family, you know, I actually heard that like that, like that cult and a lot of really similar cults, like all All recently are gone. Yeah, I had to get out. I knew that the cult, you know, that it really lost its purity as soon as we got combined with a little Caesar's pizza and suddenly we were a family video cult. You know, we were a cult, but we were also combined. We were sharing our our building with a little Caesar's pizza and that I just could not abide, you know, like that just felt like too religious. Like it just felt like too much, you know, it was very, it was like, for me, it was my own personal Israeli Palestine conflict. uh, Uh And I'll let you decide which, who, who is who, Israel yeah. and who is Palestine? Yeah. Um, I think we all know. Yeah, <laughs> this is clear to everyone. No, I mean that makes sense. Like, I like religion should be able to like peacefully coexist, but like that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that I need like a church store inside my no, synagogue. No, like, exactly. I don't need to go. Like, if I'm exactly. at synagogue, I don't need to be also be able to stop into the church store. Exactly. Exactly. So, okay, you're so, so brave. your most recent exactly. call. My most recent call, yeah. What what was that like? It was called um it, this one this one was the weirdest, I would say, out of all the cults. Like there was not a lot of exchange of money, there was no walls, there was no there weren't there wasn't a constant stream of people from the outside coming in right. Were to there get stacks? a service and then reason. No stacks, oh, no wow. movies. No movies. No movies. No pizza. No laundry. Um, huh. it, it was very. I mean, it. It. W- that was part of what attracted to me at, at first was how different it was from every other cult. Like this cult was. You know, every cult is sort of centered around one person. Um, you know, and in many cults that I have been in, um, you know, we have a, a term to refer to the sort of the leader of the cult, and we would call them um, manager. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Um, because they sort of would manage us in a lot of ways, Checks like out. spiritually and physically and making economically and making, and yeah, knowing like what cult members had to be there at what time and making sure there was coverage. Who, had keys and <laughs> who was dropping off, um, the money at the end of the night from closing. the cults. Like, yeah, and like, you know oh don't you can't switch shifts with you know the other cult member because you know then you'll be into over like you don't want to put over 40 hours in at the cult right yeah. exactly well because then you need cult insurance yeah yeah and it's like too much it's just too much you know um and this time it, there was no manager i mean there was no manager in name at this cult um but there was sort of manager sort of in spirit which is funnily enough like what um, is sort of the whole cult was about. Um, oh, this call um, was it was um, the order of the sheet, um, which is which was tough for us because I think a lot of people got us confused with another organization that is which one very focused around sheets. Um, who? I think you you guys know. No, who? Um, it's. Like Bed, a Bath, Bath and Beyond. Dead? Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah. I like that's really hard for us because like I don't want to be associated with hate organizations. Sure. Um, and like I don't agree with what they do or their Literally, stances. Literally one time I went into a Bed Bath and Beyond and I like was like I'll take it and I started like pulling a bed out but like it was so heavy that I had to like 
call other people to help me bring the bed and like i just was like dragging the bed out and like a a lot of lamps were breaking because i decided to go through the lamp section Mm. and then they were like this isn't okay and i was like i'm reporting you as a hate group yeah they're like really i i went i went had a similar experience where i went and i was like i'll have one of these and then i was pointing i was pointing to the counter in the cash register Uh and I would love to have one of those. I know. Well, that's... That's... Exactly. Exa- I went in and I was like, oh, I'll take one of these. And I've always wanted one. And they said no. And so I started screaming. What? I Yeah. I started screaming and I wouldn't stop. Why would you? I know. And I wouldn't stop screaming. And um, <laughs> they escorted me out. Oh, mine ended a little differently. I just ended up buying it. Oh. Now I own a Bed Bath & Beyond. That's amazing. We don't take coupons. We do things a little differently. Can I have your cash wrap and your cash register? Dakota, you can have anything you want. Thank you. I think what doesn't I'm get really good at running business un- about enough is the Beyond part of Bed Bath and Beyond. Like, agreed. People, uh, not enough people know that the Beyond is actually a cafe where you can get paninis and pizzas and salads and sandwiches. And I actually didn't know. Waters. I thought that the Beyond was the spirit realm. No, that's and that's how they get you. They, I they the draw Beyond you in. Was like a really good latte. You're like this is a beyond. You honestly, you're not wrong. You can get a really good latte at the Beyond. You can get a pizza for seven dollars there. That's such a steal. It's a good. Pe- I got a pizza there the other day, and it had chicken and sausage and spinach, Aww. and it was only seven dollars. So you're still in recovery. Um. Yes. <laughs> So tell me more about uh, yes. the order. <laughs> are you, you're taking are you, you're taking a a old cold slice of Beyond Pizza out of your bag right now? Are you okay? Uh, uh, oh my gosh! Oh no! Okay? Uh, uh, oh no! Is he being possessed? Uh, Wait, just let him take a bite of his pizza. Uh, <laughs> He's getting all Whoa! Where was I? Well, you just oh. we don't know. Oh my god. You, that was was an, that the order of the sheet taking hold I of you? I think the order of the sheet, the thing is, is like to excise yourself from the order of the sheet. It's like really hard because they know, they know that I went to Bed Bath & Beyond. And as I said earlier, famously, our two groups, our two cults do not get along. Right. Um, so what was it like being in order of the sheet? Um, the order of the sheet was really, um, it was spooky, you know, yeah. I'll say that it was spooky. We were all in the same mansion and I have to say like, I didn't go there attempting to join another cult, you know, like I thought after, um, the, uh, the order of the laundry, um, I was done with cults, you mm-hmm. know, um, and then I got this invitation and it was from a millionaire and he said, come to my mansion for a special dinner party and I said I love dinner Mm -hmm. um and I love parties so I went and it was there I was there with a a couple like a uh a a two or three dozen other people and when we got there we found out that we had to solve his murder in order to have dinner and then we discovered um you know after years of trying of being trapped in that mansion trying to um solve his murder we realized he was with us the whole time as a ghost he finally revealed himself to us and it was i mean and i'll admit like at first i said that's a man in a sheet you know that is a man in a bed sheet 
Um, but at this, the longer I stayed in the cult, the more I sort of grew to love him. And like, I, I'll admit, like a big part of the cult was, um, we had to, um, let the, let, oh, no. let the sheet man <laughs> penetrate us in every oh hole, God. every hole. And when I say every hole, I mean every hole. And That's you know, so at first, at first I said, I don't know if I want to do this, but I want to be a team player. And you know, eventually after a couple of years of it, I grew to love it. I really did. And I don't mean that I don't want this to sound like, Oh, like Stockholm syndrome, Right. Munchausen syndrome, Munchausen by proxy syndrome, or any of those syndromes. I really did love that, that sheet man. And was he a ghost? You know, that was always sort of the question is because he <laughs> called us there to solve his own murder. And, and, you know, we, we did that in good faith and, and we believe that he is dead. You know, we don't know, you don't know what a ghost looks like. No, that's no, true. That's like, true. I don't, I've never seen a ghost. Like, did you ever see him without the sheet on? Many times. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so it was oh, a yeah, sheet okay. that you could take on. <laughs> so underneath the sheet, what, I don't, what was it like? I'm not a scientist, okay? Like, I don't understand how ghosts work. I believe people that, like, I believe ghosts, okay? No, and that's I understand. Like a big, and I, I feel like enough, like, so many people in society are like, I don't know, like, let's, but like, what is the ghost get out of it you know like you know like look at the ghost motives like and it's like i don't buy that like i think we believe ghosts and so when a ghost traps you in his mansion for years and three then, dozen people three dozen people and big, big cult big, big dinner cult. it was big a, dinner, it's big the cult. biggest cult that i've ever been a part of and and when he says to you in order for you to be free, you must let sleep with me, and and he slept with all of us uh-huh. equally. And he was a good <laughs> ghost, and he would sleep with all of us. And uh-huh. and when he says that to you, and he says this is what you have to do in order to find fulfillment, you believe him, okay? Yeah, yeah. I would like to just advise any listeners who are listening to Tommy and thinking this sounds like me too. Really reach out. Yeah. And I will say, I mean, he gave me my name, you know, like. The, oh, I, Tommy Hole isn't me, your name? That's not your real name? He gave us all new names. What oh was your yes. What was your um, name before? Uh, Thomas Hole. <laughs> Thomas Hole. And, you know, and it just felt so wrong. It just felt so wrong in my mouth to say now, even now, you know, I'm trying to go back. My name's Tommy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What was his name? Also Tommy. Oh. Um, In fact, he gave all of us the name Tommy. (laughs) So it's just coincidence that you're... It was an easier switch for me than for some of the other people. I'll (laughs) I'll admit that. It didn't didn't take much for me to sort of ease into that. But, you know, there were some Janets. There were some Sashas. There were some, you know, Bills. uh, That Tommy was a bigger adjustment for them. Right. Some Janets. I can't even... Literally, I would rather die than go from Sasha to Tommy. But I would definitely... And some of them did. Oh. So, like, did you ever solve the murder? Um, no, that sort of became less of an issue. Because, like, I think, you know, it's that's about, like, how he became a ghost, why he became a ghost, and more about, like, oh, he became a ghost. Like, quite honestly, a lot of people left the cult because they said, I feel like we've been trapped here playing a game 
that had no answer and then he got bored and that's and i said no i don't believe that like why would someone do that to us like there must be a reason and so i think there are people still in that mansion still being penetrated in every hole trying to solve the murder now Um, can ghosts penetrate that's just something i never assumed listen i'm not a scientist like i never said i was a scientist or especially not a ghost scientist this is true and Um, you also did say at the beginning that you're not an expert you're a person exactly. and i want to thank you for clarifying you also yeah. at the beginning did say thank you for having me i you did, did say, say that, that. Yeah. and at the beginning you did press a button on your computer to start recording this podcast yeah yes and before you know and 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 before that you said please speak it we need to make sure that the sound works yeah your memory so is amazing. Just your memory is amazing. i just want to remind everyone here that that's what happened that that's what happened i just think like i just think it's really important to recognize that like experts aren't people yeah first and foremost first so do you foremost. so do you you're not a regrets about being in the order of the sheet um i i i i don't have any regrets about being in the order of the sheet per se i mean i do regret how much time i wasted there and i regret not ever um you know i regret letting being penetrated in both nostrils i regret um you know not being um not like thinking about my future i regret sort of setting aside my own humanity to serve a ghost um, but like other than but that, i don't no really have regrets yeah. no yeah it seems like you're pretty chill like you're just living in Times square and stuff yeah and that's like and, and honestly i feel like that's where i belong are you looking to join another cult i'm I'm always looking for my next cult um, until the until one sticks, you know, like I think um, I have uh, an interview to join a cult um, tomorrow. And oh, my God. Really oh, my gosh. What, what type of cult? cult? Um, it's a really it's like it seems like sort of um, it's like a game centered um, cult. Like it's in it's 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 like you go in and you um, you these people play games, you know, you we're not the cult members don't play the games, you right. know, um, but we sort of we fill the games with tickets and then if people get enough of our tickets then they can win some of our treasure you know you and talk- so it's like are very- you talking about Dave and Buster's? Dave and Buster's. You know, it's funny that the, they are the cult leaders, Dave They're, and oh. Buster's. Um, well, actually, Dave is the cult leader, and then we are the Buster's. <laughs> so it's Dave and Buster's. And so, like, the individual cult members are referred to as Buster's. So I'm a Buster. You know, if you joined, you'd be, I'd a, be Buster. a Buster. I want to yeah. be a Buster. Yeah, well, I think, fill, you know, fill out their, their application. It seems like a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, but Sounds cults amazing. aren't about fun. Cults are about filling machines with tickets so that people can try to gain your treasures. It sounds like you just aced the interview. Well, I hope I do as well tomorrow is all I have to say. Oh my gosh. Well, so good luck. No, I was wondering, like, would you be willing to stick around and play a game with us? I think absolutely I would. Okay. It's a really this sexy game. So game. Fun. It's really fun mostly because its name is so dumb. It's called Hump Most or Rump Roast. Wow. I Here's love what it is. We're going to name some hunky celebs and we're going to ask, does this person make you want to hump them the most or do they make you want to cook a romantic rump roast for two? I like that a lot. Okay. Because, you know, it's it's Bally's day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, Channing Tatum. Hump most. Ooh. You wouldn't want to have a delicious rump with him? 
rump up. Just a hump. Oh. Just a nice Just hump. A hump. I'd Just want a hump, hump too. Just a hump. No, I would want. I don't know. A part of me makes me feel like maybe I would want to have a big fat rump roast with Channing Tatum. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> okay. Next one. Ryan Gosling. Rump roast. Mm. Rump roast. I want to cook. I want to sit him down and I say, I want to say, look at, look at your life and look at what you've, look at your choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look what you did. Look what you did. This rump roast, you bitch. Okay. Addy Radmain. Oh, I rump roast. And I want to say, I want to say, here's this rump roast and think about what you did. Think about your life. I like that you want to sit down these boys and tell them like you need to have a thing. Well, I always I always find that a rump roast like really makes everything else go down easy. Yeah, that's so true. It's a talking. That's a big. That's a big rump rump. It's a thought lube. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. How about um, Idris Elba? Hump most. Yeah. 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 I I would do both. I would hump hump most most during a rump roast. That yes. sounds dangerous. I would hump most of that a rump roast. Interesting. But it would be like a big, big rump roast <laughs> that I would make. Like, I would have to go to a friend's house who had a bigger oven to make it because I want. I would really want to impress him. <laughs> okay. Excellent. Okay, this is a tough one. John Slattery. Uh, who is that? He's oh, my that, God. He's the guy from Mad Men. With the oh, wife. silver hair. Silver he's also Hup-most. he also is on Sex and the City as the politician who likes to pee. <gasps> oh, I wow. forgot. Prescient stuff. Sex in the City. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say Hump Most. Mm, agree. I love a silver on fox. board. Um, wouldn't watch his show though. Would lie, but I I I don't watch. What's his? Sh- Mad Men. Oh, oh, I thought maybe he had like a new show. No, wouldn't watch Mad Men, but... I don't care about those Mad Men. Mm-mm. I like men when they're happy. <laughs> okay, here's another one. Dev Patel. Oh, hump most. Yeah, yes. he just kind of came back in. Like, yeah. I feel like people forgot about him for a little while, and then suddenly it was like... No, Here he is. What? 16 years old? I, don't, I still don't No, he's 26. Oh, he's 26. Is he 26? I looked that up. Wow, he's Hot young bus. though, and that's and that's a good age for me because I'm actually yeah, I'm just married. Yeah, Dove Patel could probably be my dad. Okay, Colin Firth, rump roast, rump roast. I think he's tired. Yeah, I think I would, he's tired, and he just wants to sit down and have a have rump a rump roast. roast. I agree. I give agree, him a break. Agree. Get off his nuts. Just give him a rump. Give roast. him a rump it rump. rump it up. Rump, rump. rump it up. Rump 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 rump. Okay. What about Ted Cruz? Rump roast, but I didn't say what's in the rump roast, baby. Ooh, yes, baby. That's a cult if I I've just, ever heard one. I I would just go to it and I I take my my albuterol inhaler and go spritz 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 spritz. That's a threat. Okay. Eat up. Okay, Sir Ian McKellen. A rump roast. I'm sorry. What about <gasps> Sir Bruce Springsteen? Yeah. What about the other Sir <laughs> Bruce Springsteen? Rump roast again. I think he. I think because out of everybody, Springsteen would appreciate the rump roast. He would. I He's from New true. Jersey. He he appreciates it. Okay. What about Lance Burton, the magician? Wait, I'm not sure I know who that is. He had a show in Vegas. I saw him when I was a kid, and I thought the show was really good. You know what? I'm going to go out on a limb. I don't sight unseen. I'm going to say hump most. There you go. He, he disappeared. He showed up in another part of the room, and I was like, 
That sounds so hot. Hot mug. Okay, what about? If I can, if I can find him. <laughs> okay, you were with a ghost for a long time. I bet you can try. Okay, what about the guy from the Chiraco commercial? Oh, hump mouse. Yeah, we're so glad you Love knew who that was. We were worried. Yeah, you no, I definitely. Please, he's a gay icon. Is he? Yeah, he is. Everybody knows the guy from the Chiraco commercial. I, I love. We didn't him. know, but hump mouse. Um. Okay, Jeeves from the old Ask Jeeves commercial. I don't. He's I a cartoon. He's a cartoon. Oh, okay. Mm, I'm gonna say Rump Roast because okay. he's been on his feet. He's been helping a lot of people, and you know what he needs is a nice dinner cooked for him. Yeah, this is so true. true. That's true. Okay. The, and finally, the Google, the Google guy. guy. Which? Who's the Google guy? You know, yeah, the Google guy. The Google guy from the Google stuff. The I Google, love that guy. You know the Google guy that's like Google. Yes. Sometimes he's holding a computer and sometimes he's not, but he's always like, you, uh, but he's, you know, he's I always sitting on a globe. Because <laughs> that web is worldwide. You might know him because he's always sitting on a globe. You know what? I, he sounds so hot just from that description <laughs> alone. Like so a man big enough to sit on the world. Yeah, but yeah. Whole he sits globe. on a big globe. His dick must be gigantic. We yeah. don't know. Most. We're not sure. They don't say. Yeah, they never ever say how big a stick is. That's crazy because I feel like every other brand, you know, like the Can You Hear Me Now guy, like it's print, it's like always flashes up on the screen right before. Right. And the Trivago you know, commercials Trivago are like, guy. that like, guy plainly is like, Trivago, my yeah. dick, dick is big. Is yeah. big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's in the ad copy. Uh, Oh well, gosh. thank you so much thank for you playing so much that for truly so dumb game with us. Yeah, thank you very um, much. And thank you so much for being on the show. We loved having you, and you really hope that your next cult works out really well. I have a high hopes for. I really want to be a buster. <laughs> you have like I a think, really great like cult resume. Yeah, like you have so many amazing cult funny resume. I, I would be shocked if you didn't yeah. get the buster, the coveted, the buster coveted buster position. position. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have one last, one last segment, and it's called Spill It. And this is where we talk about the cool stuff we have coming up. Dakota, what's up with you? Um, so on Monday, I will be reading my elementary school diary to elementary school students and hoping that they finally learn a little something about brand loyalty for once. Amazing. What I'm about gonna you? I'm going to be um, tracking down the Uber where I left my purse. Oh, I hope you find it. Thank you so much. I also left like a lot of money in there. Oh. Just like a ton. Oh, I hope I find it. No, baby. <laughs> it's for me. You're okay. going to go get paid by that great cult, hopefully. Right, right, right. What's right, going right. on with you, Tommy Hole? Um, so next week, I'm pretty excited. I am finally going to a plastic surgeon to have my nostrils looked at because after years of being stretched out by a ghost penis, I mean, I'm sure you've noticed they are <laughs> They flop large. a bit. They are yeah. really big. They are just, and it's hard. It's hard to breathe in. It's hard to breathe out. It's just... Like, I would think it would be too easy yeah a, a, like that's my those are my nostrils yeah clapping back and forth it's crazy yeah you gotta, con- um, you gotta so i'm pretty excited i'm pretty excited to get those finally looked at and fixed that's so yeah exciting. that's amazing I'm anything so else for you okay um yeah also on february 10th um you can see my friend 
Joel Kim Booster has two back-to-back shows in Williamsburg, Brooklyn at 7.30. Uh, Fuck That Movie at Videology, which is a fun movie-based show with a um, friend of this podcast, Anna Dresden. Mm-hmm. And um, and then at 10 o'clock, down the road at The Annoyance, you can see a great little play that he is in called Lake Homo High. Wow, so, what a, wow, what a, what a night. For that sounds like Kim a great Booster, romp. whoever a great. he is. So Chuck... Check that out. Is there a place on the internet where we can find out about this dual booster? He has a fella? Facebook page. He has a Twitter page. He has a website called IHateJoelKim.com. That's nice of him to open that avenue up. Yeah. Thanks again for being on the show. Thank you so Thank much, you Tommy. Tune in next week when we stuff our mouths with candy hearts and nearly choke to death trying to say the words, I'm on a raw diet. Thank you.